Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Uh, I have a great guest with us uh, here today. Uh, Darren, go ahead and say hello. Howdy. Very nice to see you all. Glad to be here. It's uh, awesome being on Dental Brief and being a part of it. And, you know, exciting group of people that you get to interview all the time and bring a lot of value to all your all your listeners. And I'm um, honored to be here with you. Yeah, we're honored to have you and um, excited for our audience today for uh, what we're going to talk about. Um, Darren, go ahead and um, give us a little bit about your background. Kind of give us the, the 411 on, on you and your company, Accelerate My Practice. You know, the short version on me is I grew up on a pig farm in northern Wisconsin. And the, the unique thing about that is I was, as a little kid, I was given a couple head of sheep, grew it into a herd of animals and was investing in the stock market when I was like 14 years old. So when I graduated high school, I was able to pay my own way through college. So I'm an entrepreneur and I've been an entrepreneur since I was 12. I've started a half dozen different businesses, not counting my little kid businesses. Um, And so I understand the, the challenges that every business owner faces and what that's all about. I've been in dentistry since 1997. And our, our company, Accelerate My Practice, we have clients and employees in all time zones, uh, in the lower 48, I should say. And so we're pretty well versed in all the challenges that lots of doctors face in their practices. Yeah, so that's why we're grateful to have you here. And I want to talk about, uh, you know, you, you brought up college, um, your education. And uh, a lot of, I hear this uh, all the time that, you know, they don't teach how to run a business in dental school. They don't teach how to run a, a business in dental school. Well, they don't teach how to run a business in uh, medical school, veterinarian school, engineering school. Um, if you're going to be an architect, uh, they don't teach engineering there. I, and I, I'm sorry, they don't teach business there. Um, outside of law school, they don't teach business. Um, I think maybe MBA, they get into a, a little bit, but most areas of expertise at the highest level of education, they don't teach the business side of it. Um, so with that being said, um, you're going to give us a little uh, one-on-one today um, in business education and running a practice. And I know the problem that we want to talk about, um, and then of course the solution to that problem, uh, is on answering the phones. Uh, it seems like it's about as simple as can be, but t- talk to me a little bit about problems that you see practices facing when it comes to answering the phones. I'm going to give you my favorite story about this. I called a dental office in Chicago, and I, I want to be very clear. I am not exaggerating any of the story. So I called this this dental office in Chicago, and, and I don't remember even why I did this, seven, eight years ago. And all I heard on the other end was, doctor's office. And it sounded like a lady who had smoked at least a carton of cigarettes that morning already didn't say the name of the practice, didn't even say it was a dental practice. And the conversation continued much like it sounded when I she answered the phone. It was horrible. And it was interesting to see how that whole process continued. And I got to believe that anybody who's calling this dental office probably is not scheduling an appointment because they're so taken aback unless they happen to know this lady personally. And I realized that's the most extreme example I could come up with. But there's a whole lot in between that horrible example and people who do it really, really well. And there's a lot in the middle that, while they might sound nice, effective is completely different. 
So I, I just see a great variety of skills there. And the biggest challenge, you know, I think about you guys as a marketing company, right? And one of my big beefs of against marketing companies, and I have a master's in marketing, so I'm not beating any marketing companies. All you can do is make the phone ring. If the person on the other end of the phone can't schedule that patient, can't do anything about it, there's no transference of value because of what you went to a lot of work to do as a marketing company to make their phone ring. Sure. So it's a super, super important topic that sadly gets blown over because we hire someone who's got 10 years of dental experience working in the front office, and we assume they know how to answer the phone and schedule a patient. And that's not always the case. Yeah, I'm with you. And you're absolutely right talking about marketing companies um, and uh, answering the phone. It, it doesn't matter. If you if you don't answer the phone, if it rings 100 times a day with new patients, it, it doesn't matter. Or if you do answer the phone and you answer it really poorly, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, oftentimes, practice owners are busy, right? They're chair side. They're, they're with a patient. Um, they're not actually hearing the phone ring. So how do they know if they have a problem? Um, how would they go about even, you know, without listening to phone calls and not being an expert in the phone? How do they know that they've got a problem with the phones? You know, one of the bits of advice I got a long time ago, early, early in my dental career was uh, from uh, the president of Patterson Dental. At the time, I was working for Patterson. And his advice was practice your standing around skills. His name was Grant Gerke. And, and it was really outstanding advice that I've taken heart in so many facets of my life. So what I would suggest for every doctor is every now and then when you're walking down the hall, stop and stand and just listen. Listen to what's being said on the phone. Listen to what's being said in the operatory. Listen around the corner from what people to hear what people are saying when they don't know you're there. Because even if you install like call tracking or something like that to where the employees know they're being recorded, they're going to get a different level of performance because they know they're being recorded. And then even over time, they're still going to gradually slack off as they forget they're being recorded. So I prefer to catch people in their natural state, not, not to catch them doing something wrong, but maybe to even catch them doing something amazing. I love to stand around and listen. Instead of marching down the hall to the front desk to yell at somebody, stop before you go around the corner to yell at them and listen to see what they're saying. And maybe you'll catch them doing something out of this world. Incredible. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, great advice. Um, getting on the right track. So what are what are some actionable steps a practice can take today uh, to make sure that they're just knocking, knocking out of the park their uh, skills for answering phones? Well, let's first think about what are the most common phone call questions they get. It's either I have some emergency, I want to know if I, you take my insurance, or I want to know the price of a procedure, right? I got to believe those top three I count for a lot of the phone calls. And, and the, probably the fourth would be, I just want to schedule something and I'm already a patient of record. But for anyone who's a new patient, I would think that those three topics are likely going to hit the vast majority of topics. And, and we could drill down in various conversations here into all of those. But topically speaking, you know, I think the first wrong thing people do is just answer a simple question. Do you take my insurance? You, know, you would think that'd be a yes or no answer, and in some ways it is a yes or no answer. But if you simply say no, you've conveyed no value to the fact that, yeah, we actually do take it. We're just not in network or whatever the case might be, and we, we never dig deep enough. So my advice is anytime someone asks a question, 
come back with a question and, and not to be cagey or play games, but to understand and add value. Because if all we do is going back to the price example, maybe, hey, how much is your crown? If I simply answer that with $1,000, I've provided no context to the $1,000. The challenge is most dentists and dental offices think that their office is better than another one. Most patients don't think there's any difference between dentist A versus dentist B. And there is a wild difference between education, materials that are used, labs that are used, all kinds of stuff, speed of procedures, length of duration of how long the result is going to last. So if you come back and ask a question of, hey, let me look that up for you, how much this crown is. And you know the answer off the top of your head. But while you're quote unquote looking it up, if instead you're like, hey, tell me something, why are you looking for a new dentist? Probably a lengthy story as to why they're changing dentists. How important is your dental health to you? How important are your the aesthetics of your dentistry to you? How important is the durability of your dentistry to you? Through now answering all of those and asking those couple of questions, hearing what the patient says, and now we're providing the context of not only the price, but the quality of materials our office uses, the quality of labs that our office uses, the education, the continuous education our doctor gets as to why his dentistry lasts longer than another dentist and how he gets it right the first time, he or she. Now, all of a sudden, the the answer to the question is contextually not just on one topic, but it's on five or six. And we've also built a relationship and gotten to know somebody through having a conversation and asking them why they're even switching dentists in the first place. Sure. Probably some valuable information in there. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a tremendous difference in the value, right? Um, What something costs isn't what it's valued at um, and vice versa. So I think, you know, you're you're right on the money. Um, One thing I'd like to add to it, I never see practices do this. And even after I advise that they do it, I still don't see them do it. But um, why not also send that information to them via email? So they call. Yeah, absolutely. I'll get you um, that quote right now. Um, Ask those questions that you're talking about. Build that rapport. But in the meantime, if you collect their email address, um, you can go ahead and send them an email reiterating what you talked about, making sure that they're not misquoting anything, right? If you told them, you know, a crown's between $800 and $1,400, for example, um, and, uh, you know, they come in and say, oh, I was told $600. Well, you have an email that says something different. Um, You can continue to build value within that email. But then most of all, and this is, uh, you know, marketing 101 in my book, now you have an email address that you can follow up with that person forever. Um, maybe there's a reason why they're price shopping right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of people today where, you know, this is it's the end of November. It's uh, December 1st tomorrow. And in the midst of COVID, 25% of people are underemployed right now. Well, they may need a really good price now, but six months or a year, two years, three years from now, they may not be a price shopper whatsoever. And it's someone that you can continue to follow up with. So, um, I highly recommend grabbing that email address and sending them the information. Does that sit well with you, Darren? Oh, see anything I, wrong with that? I absolutely love the idea. And it also tells you the level of commitment from the patient, right? If you just spent five minutes on the phone with them and they still won't give you an email address, you know, they're probably a cagey person and might not fit your practice besides. And anytime there's interaction going on between patient and provider, to me, you're interviewing both directions, right? I know the patient's interviewing us, but I'm also interviewing the patient to, to try and decide, do I want this person or is this just my next headache or my next legal battle coming my way that I really don't want? 
And I think by asking those sorts of questions and seeing if they'll even give you an email address to follow up with them is going to answer a whole lot for you. Yeah. Darren, I know that, uh, and you know that uh, how the phones are answered or not answered for that matter can make a significant difference uh, within a practice. Uh, Give our listeners a little bit of advice. If they need to find an expert to help them with this, what should they look for? Who should they look for? You know, one thing I would personally look for is when you call that company, how do they answer the phone? Is it warm? Is it inviting? Does it sound like the person's smiling on the other side or are they answering the phone? Accelerate my practice. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) And find out what they sound like. Because if it, you know, I always tell doctors, even when they're interviewing people to call them and get them on the phone and see what they sound like. Because it's interesting when you catch people off guard to hear what they're like. So when you call company A, whoever that might be, to, to maybe hire some help in the front office, I would listen to how they answer the phone and see if it's warm, if it's inviting, and how that whole conversation goes. And if it's no better than yours, it's probably not a good company to hire. Awesome. That's best advice I've heard in a long time. Simple and uh, smart. Uh, Darren, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Um, I want to tell our audience real quickly that you do have some pretty awesome content um, on your website um, that our listeners should be aware of and acceleratemypractice.com forward slash free offer. Uh, tell us a little bit more about what they can find on that page. You know, we, uh, we're big believers in the best way to find out if a company is a good fit is to see what, what content they're willing to give you so you can experience it before you hire them. So through that uh, opt-in page, you'll be sent, I, man, I forget if it's five or 10 different videos on how to do all kinds of stuff that will drive and move the needle in your practice to grow revenue. Because that's why everybody's calling anybody is ultimately the end result they're after is grow revenue. So through those videos, you'll get free of charge. You will, every single day, you'll get some content that if you go implement it, you'll see dramatic results, like dramatic. In fact, we even had someone who went and did just the first video. He came back and said, I sold a $30,000 case to a 70-something-year-old man. I never would have even presented had I not watched that video. So talk about a nice return on investment. He hadn't even paid anything, and he got a $30,000 case that his words he wouldn't have even presented previously. So there's great, great content in there, free of charge. And at the end of the, the series of emails, it will ask you if you want to opt in to, to buy some inexpensive do-it-yourself services, $99 a month kind of thing. Uh, very inexpensive. But it gives you the option to see what you want. And if you like it, that's awesome. If you don't, no big deal. Darren, thank you so much. We appreciate you having you here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.